0: And show others through your clothing that you bottom like a boss. Want to know more? Go to RonnieWashburn.com now. That's R-A-O-N-I. Washburn.com. And find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with bossy power bottom wear. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX is the Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX is the Veil. Now streaming. Only on Hulu. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. Alda. the, must not take yourself too seriously, and... You might listen to this show each and every week and say to yourself, wow, this guy must be living his best gay life. And you're absolutely fucking right. I am. However, there is so much more going on behind the scenes that I really just don't talk about. is off is that if you're a loyal listener to the show, you know that I am a very fun, bubbly, boisterous, and overly unapologetic, gay overshare-esque personality. And I literally sit here each and every week and spew out all the filth and fuckery and just all the crazy outlandish stories that I've been through in my life. All of this content that has been created to create this show that has currently been ranked number 14 of the top 100 best LGBTQ podcasts of all time and now is currently sitting ranked at the top 2.5% podcasts of all time globally. That's right, folks, the top 2.5% most listened to shows in the entire world. And you know, It's so rewarding and fulfilling to look at my analytics app each and every week and see all the thousands and thousands of new listeners that I'm collecting each and every week. And I couldn't be more proud of this show that is my baby, my pride and joy, my everything. I am so forever grateful. And this show, truthfully, has completely changed my direction in life in a way that I never would have seen three years ago. But here's the thing, you guys. There's also another side of my life that I don't really talk about on this show. One that I don't really want to talk about on this show because there's like a little bit of a dark aspect in regards to things that I've been going through over the course of the last three years that I just don't feel the need to talk about because who wants to deal with all of that negative bullshit? But here's the thing, in 2023, all of that shit has come full circle and I have felt more overwhelmed, to a place where I just feel so compelled this week to share with each and every one of you my struggles over the course of the last year. So sit back, relax, put on that condom, or pop your PrEP pill, and let's explore the entire notion of what it means to sit on that little green therapy couch and explain all of these things to your therapist that you have not yet revealed on... My Gay Expose Podcast. And now you'll know the true, full blown, 100% that is Ronnie Washburn in this moment. You're now listening to My Gay Exposé Podcast, a show that unperfectly describes what it's like when life has you fucked in the head, while being fucked from behind. I'm Ronnie Washburn, a writer, LGBTQ community activist, self-proclaimed messy, loudmouthed, and somewhat semi-passable podcast host popper Somalier, porn star fluffer and training and local san francisco bossy power bottom that just so happens to be on the left of you on your grinder grid and this is my gay expose podcast ronnie washburn here and welcome back to the show that really just is like sitting on that little green therapy couch each and every week because it knows that that's what makes it better. My Gay Exposé Podcast. And on this week's expose, we explore the entire notion of what it means for all of you out there to sit back and say, like, what the fuck is going on here? I- I've heard repeat episodes for several weeks. I haven't heard new content What is happening to My Gay Exposé podcast? So, you guys, this week, I'm just going to reveal to you what I've kind of been going through in this last year. All, like, the ups and downs and this just one big giant clusterfuck of a roller coaster ride that I have kind of been keeping from the show. Because, truthfully, I just want you all to fall in love with my big, bold, boisterous, and fun personality that, like, you already have in this moment— But there is a dark side to Ronnie Washburn that I feel like I just sort of need all of you to know because I mostly want all of you to know that, you know, just because I come off as a fun personality and it sort of sounds like I have like the just American dream life going on in this moment, it's not always puppies and kittens. And I really just want all of you out there to know that I too am struggling with some real life Things that are now getting to a place full circle where it's affecting this very show. The recording process for this show, my production company, all of it. And you'll find out like some of those situations that I've been going through this week. And I actually reached out to a few of my friends as as well as all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there and asked you in the Your Gay Expose segment, what have you learned and taken away from your life At this moment, whether it be in therapy or just looking back on your life now, what is the most valuable piece of information that you've learned about yourself in today's society and explain? So we'll get some of those answers this week, and hopefully some of these answers will help you take a look at your own life and maybe reflect on some of the things that you're currently doing in this moment. But first, before we actually just vomit all of that bullshit that you did last week to your therapist sitting on that little green therapy couch, first, let's hop into this week's re-exposé. Welcome to this week's re-exposé, the segment in which I take the time to reassess, re-examine, re-explain, restart over, or just re-say shit that I said in past episodes that either you didn't fully understand, I didn't fully understand, you came for me and I felt like I needed to readdress, or once I re-listened through for an edit, I was like, "Oh Jesus fucking Christ, what the fuck was I even trying to say there? Ugh, what a goddamn mess. That definitely merits a re-exposé. All right, you guys, listen. I am so fucking excited. At the time of this recording, uh, we're still several days away from the launch of Positive Plus One. And, you know, and when you hear this, it'll actually be the day before the launch Of Positive Plus One. So by the time this episode actually drops, it'll be November 16th, but you have one more day to pre register for the launch of Positive Plus One on November 17th. Friday, November 17th. Set your calendar. It's tomorrow. You can't miss this, you guys. I got such an overwhelming positive response on last week's expose, Positive Plus One, with extra special guest Christian Mercer Hall. And, you know, it's just, the more I re-listen through that expose, the more I realize it's such a touching story about a straight man that cared about his gay friends so much that he actually dedicated his life to insert himself in, like, a space where heterosexuals aren't usually Welcome. And that to me just, oh, I'm so excited for this, you guys. Positive Plus One, for those of you not in the know, is a social media format for those living with HIV or, you know, HIV advocates or like-minded individuals or people who work in the medical realm that, you know, deal with HIV, AIDS, etc. You guys, it's going to be such an incredible way to connect with other individuals And I encourage all of you out there, no matter where you're from, check out this app. It's going to be huge. I can just feel it in the depths of my bones. And that's why I continuously will plug this shit until I am prop pill blue in the face. So Positive Plus One, you can pre-register at positiveplusone.com, follow on social media at Positive Plus One on Instagram and TikTok and LinkedIn if you so desire and be a part of this incredible community. I personally cannot wait for this to drop. So do it now, Positive Plus One, positiveplusone.com, pre-register now. Okay, you guys, listen, I have to make a quick statement. I need to address this because this shit is getting just a little too out of control. Listen, I know it's been so many weeks since I, shit, probably even a month at this point, but I dropped an episode where I announced that I am officially not single. I am off the market. I am taken. I now am in a committed monogamous relationship with... My boyfriend no don't don't adjust your headphones it, you you heard correctly, you're actually a hundred percent sober. This is actual truth. I am not single, not ready to mingle. I am committed. I know that it, it it's so hard for me to even say or put those words together in a sentence it to me sometimes it doesn't even make sense, but you guys listen, I got a blood of fucking. Messages from people wanting to know this, wanting to know that, wanting to know what his Instagram handle is, who he is, what photo of him on my Insta history is, uh, sexual details that people are asking. Listen, this is probably the one part of my life that I'm keeping to myself. I am enjoying my relationship with my boyfriend, and I'm not ready to, to expose any of that shit to any of you just yet. So just Calm the fuck down. Stop filling up my DMs full of messages asking the stupidest fucking questions. I'm just going to skip over them. Just end it all now. I'm keeping that little piece of my life for the time being to myself out of respect for my boyfriend mostly, but also it's none of your goddamn business. (laughs) Oh my God. But One last thing before we segue into the rest of this week's expose. You guys, please, please, please donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. Links in this week's show notes, links in all of my social media bios, links in every single one of my websites. If you pretty much just Google Ronnie Washburn, you can find a way to donate to my AIDS life cycle journey. (laughs) So before we get my gay expose, on this week's topic of conversation, which just so happens to have a... oh God, do I really have to talk about this shit on that little green therapy couch? Themed undertone. First, let's get your gay expose. And you guys, listen, this week, I'm really just going to reveal a bunch of shit that I've been going through over the course of the last couple of years Some of which is pretty fucking deep, dark, and some shit that I've just had to come to terms with and learn about myself. And truthfully, I feel like there's nothing more valuable as you get older when you can look back at shit in your life and realize that that is a lesson well learned. So this week, I decided to reach out to all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there and ask you the question... What's the biggest and most significant thing that you've learned about yourself, either from therapy or just some sort of self-realization or, you know, just a lesson learned and explain. And I really am just hoping that maybe some of this information can help some of you out there. Shit, maybe it can even help me too. Who the fuck knows? But at any rate, let's just get all of those responses now. Michael says, travel as often as possible because you never know when you can't anymore. Dimitri says, be true to yourself always and be honest, because there will always be people around you that just lie to your face. <laughs> I I have a feeling there's a little bit of a backstory here, but unfortunately, I got this answer off Instagram. I have no idea who Dimitri is. I kind of wish that we could get the deets on this. But, I mean, I I guess this is good advice. Sure, yeah, let's go with that. Always be true to yourself. (laughs) And only not lie when you have to, right? (laughs) Ali says, I'm really trying so very hard. To just say no more often. Josh says, I've learned to stop and smell the roses, so to speak, instead of buzzing through life at full speed like you're on a caffeine high. Abraham says that our insecurities and shame are based on a series of lies that people have told us. This, ugh, wow. <laughs> Well said. Well fucking said. Brian says, one of the most valuable lessons that I've learned in my life is to listen more. It's just made my life so much more rewarding. I understand things better. It just really puts everything into perspective for me. Oh, yeah. I think we could all use that advice to just simply Listen more. (laughs) You can listen to me on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, just for the record. (laughs) Kelsey says, Well, coming out as gay was a big one for me. That my understanding of the world isn't the only understanding of the world. That things actually were a lot worse than I had normalized them to be. That current things are also not as bad as all that, that stories can be very dangerous, so I better monitor them. Whew, this sounds like somebody who is being a very good girl and going to therapy, because that sounds like fucking growth to me. <laughs> Joe says that I can do anything that I set my mind to, even though self-doubt creeps in Oof, wow okay so literally that is like the mere definition of this very fucking show my thought process throughout this entire my gay expose podcast series has been exactly that phrase truthfully (laughs) (laughs) justin says keep your friends close and your enemies closer says, that I can be happy being single. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, I may or may not have experienced uh, I guess some of this happiness with Kyle uh, being single. <laughs> and if that's what it is, uh, then God bless, girl. God fucking bless. Lori says, that I thrive off organized Chaos. I will never be one of those neat and tidy people. I have my piles and I know exactly where to find everything. It's important for a partner to understand this in a relationship when you cohabitate. If they don't like it, it will never work. (laughs) Okay, so I've been friends with this girl for so fucking long now. I, without saying too much, I am so glad, girl, that you found a husband that can tolerate your piles. Because <laughs> I remember those piles and I probably could not tolerate that shit. <laughs> Richard says, I have learned that you're never too old to continue to learn. Joe, number two, says, As Follows some of the things that I've learned and or am dealing with. Finding my self-worth and happiness from within. Other people's decisions are not a reflection of ourselves. Being honest about my feelings with myself and others. Open, honest, and respectful. Communication in a gay relationship. Relationship. Uh, you could have just led with communication in a gay relationship, girl. (laughs) And I just thought this was like a really insightful piece. Nobody sent this to me, but I just recently found it on Instagram. So I felt like it was just really good advice that you could take with you for the rest of your life. Uh, But basically, long story short, it says as follows. People who can eat alone, in a restaurant, can literally do anything in the world. Think about that for a moment. Victor says, I don't need therapy. Not like you, you crazy hoe. (laughs) Okay, you guys, listen. So this is literally one of my best friends in this world. I know him Legitimately, like the back of my hand. And if there's anybody in this world that fucking needs therapy, it's him. (laughs) Because that answer was just sheer denial. (laughs) Love you, girl. (laughs) Jason says, no matter what the situation is, if you feel unsafe, make sure that you get out of that situation so that you can actually feel relief. You you know, (laughs) this, I have to say, I wish I would have read eight years ago. (laughs) It's not a laughing matter, but it's actually kind of true. And you'll find out exactly what I'm talking about in the rest of this week's expose. Morgan says... In therapy, I have learned that I'm not the problem or the drama. The people in my life are toxic and boundaries are important. It's made me become more independent and sure of myself. Ugh, listen, spoiler alert, but I know a little bit about hanging out with toxic people, so I can totally identify with this. <laughs> Oh, and you'll probably find out what exactly I'm talking about a little bit later on in this week's expose. Jeremy says that life experiences and memories are far more valuable than anything that carries a price tag. Paul says, figure your shit out before you start dating other people. ha! <laughs> That's good advice. But here's my question. Has anybody really just ever figured their own shit out? (laughs) My straight brother Ryan says as follows. Life, like politics, religion, your emotions, and your initial reaction to anything is almost always wrong. We as humans, because we're smarter than animals, think that we have all of our shit figured out. Yet science, weather, diets, exercise, fashion, even our very own likes and dislikes are a revolving door. When we are sure that we know something, it's usually when we learn that we know absolutely nothing. The saying, there's your side, then there's her side, and then there's the truth, holds true for most things in life. Life is never black and white, unless you're talking about my liver in which it is very black. <laughs> when the fuck did my goddamn brother get so fucking insightful? <laughs> Kevin says. <laughs> oh my fucking god. You know, I can't even believe that I'm still at this point in this series surprised at any of Kevin's answers. <laughs> I should just fucking read them before I even start. Okay. Kevin says as follows. <laughs> Jesus. So <stupid>. Okay. <clears throat> Kevin says, fuck, fuck, fuck. And then fuck some more because you never know when the fucking will end. <laughs> Wow. Uh, You know, this shit this week, this segment is so fucking deep. I mean, the amount of things that the human mind can just absorb and learn just blows me away every day. Every day as I grow older and learn more things, I realize how stupid I've been in my past. And truth be told, actually recounting a lot of the stories that I've lived through in my gay walk of shame era on this very show has taught me a whole hell of a lot that I don't even think therapy can even touch in regards to the things that I've learned in my life. But you guys, sitting on that little green therapy couch has helped me in ways I can't even fully express on this show verbally. But at any rate, if you didn't get your answer read this week, don't worry, just continue to follow on Instagram at exposing my gay. And remember, the funnier the answer, the more likely you'll be read live on the show, which obviously didn't apply this week. (laughs) But now, let's get my gay expose, and you'll find out all the shit that I've been going through over the course of this last year and have really had to sit down and unpack on that little green therapy couch. All right, you guys, listen, I wanted to take this quick time out to ask you for a huge favor. I need all of you right now in this moment to go over to Apple Podcasts and click five stars. This helps us in the podcast world out so much more than you will ever know. It actually gets us to that trajectory that we're actually already on our way to just a little bit faster, and it makes things start happening. I I really just need your help. Please, if you wouldn't mind, just go to Apple Podcasts, click five stars. And if you don't want to click five stars, just, well, keep that click to yourself. (laughs) But you can also rate five stars on Spotify too. So wherever you listen to your podcasts, please, I need your help. Click five stars and allow My Gay Expose podcast to get to that next best thing. So what could possibly be going on behind the scenes of my Gay Exposé podcast? Oh, a whole hell of a lot, actually. You know, each and every week, I come to all of you with this fun loving, bubbly, boisterous, and overly unapologetic gay overshare esque persona. And I just sort of sounds like I'm having the time of my life. But you guys, listen, one of the gifts that has been bestowed upon me in regards to, you know, this creative mindset and like having a knack for being able to create all of this bullshit, telling all of these stories, and providing all of this material for all of you to consume each and every week is the ability to act as well. That's right. I've been acting for a very long time on this show because who wants to be a Debbie Downer? But the truth of the matter is, is I've been going through so much in 2023, it's not even funny. And I've gone through so many ups and downs. And this year really truthfully has been the biggest motherfucking roller coaster ride of emotional bullshit that I have ever encountered. So much so that it's driven me back to that little green therapy couch to just figure my shit out and really just decide what it is about myself that I need to fix and correct and change moving forward. Well, you know, it's... I might as well just kind of start from the beginning. Basically, early this year, my roommate, who I've lived with for the last like eight fucking years, was recently let go of his job. Well, not recently, January. I mean, that was it's almost been a year in this moment sitting here. I'm recording in early October and that motherfucker has not been back to work. And what that means is he's literally in this fucking apartment 24 hours a day, seven days A week, Like, he never leaves. Literally, he only leaves to get, like, get food and take his dog out. But other than that, he is here 24-7. So, you know, listening back through the last couple of weeks and re-listening through older episodes that I've had to revise because I haven't had the opportunity to record because all he fucking does is scream at other people on his phone and blare music and has zero, like, respect for my boundaries or my quiet time or the fact that I do have to record this show each and every week. You know, like he just doesn't give a fuck. And so it's just been a really hard situation to maneuver through. And truth be told, in this current moment, I am, you know, I officially gave him my 30 days notice. I have been looking for somewhere to live, which is another part of this roller coaster aspect that has thrown me back on that little green therapy couch. You guys, trying to find somewhere to live in San Francisco is so fucking hard, it's unreal. So for those of you out there in the suburban world, let me just sort of paint this little picture for you. So basically how it works is, you know, I remember when I was living in Sacramento and I knew that my lease was coming to an end in an apartment I was living in and I knew that I had like four more months to go. I remember walking into another apartment complex saying that I had a four month, you know, time that I had to be out of my current lease and I was looking for 4 months from that moment and I was able to like give them a deposit and hold an apartment that they knew would be ready for me 4 months from that moment well that shit doesn't work here you literally have to show up to some place as they're showing it to people and there's like a line of other people that want the apartment just as much as you do and if you don't have your fucking check with the money in your hand in that moment They're just giving it to the person behind you. This was a huge wake-up call for me when I first moved out all those years ago into the current place that I'm living in now. And I haven't had to, like, move over the course of the last, like, eight-plus years. And so, just diving back into this clusterfuck that is trying to find a new place to live in San Francisco is just so hard. The rent's gone up. Like, I'm finding situations with multiple roommates, which I'm not willing to do. It's just so fucking hard. There's scams all over the place left and right trying to get you to wire the money. I've encountered a couple of those as well. It's just a giant clusterfuck. And in this moment, I had someone who was basically who told me that they were going to give me the place 95%. And I they ghosted me. I have ne- I haven't heard from them since. And they gave me a day that they were going to tell me yes or no and still have yet to get back to me. And it's just all a bunch of fucking Bullshit. And I honestly, the Virgo in me, the anxiety in me, just it's not sitting well. I can't concentrate on creating new content for the show. There's just too much going on with all of that. About two months ago, the restaurant that I manage was up for sale. Now, it had been up for sale for over a fucking year. And I honestly thought that nobody was going to buy. But finally, somebody decided to buy. And we were in this like weird like four month long limbo phase. And I didn't know for full four months if I was going to have a fucking job when these new owners took over. And so I've been just just off the cusp of that mental mind fuck as well. Not knowing what I'm going to do. Maybe understanding that I would be laid off, unemployed, not knowing where I was going to go next. It just all of that uncertainty. Again, the Virgos, we don't do that shit well. But it turns out the new owners are really fucking cool it's a married couple. They're just the sweetest couple of all time. And they want me there so bad and they love me. And they're just such a joy to work for. So fortunately, that fixed itself. But for a few months, I was like, just the anxiety level was at an all time fucking high. Fortunately, the one good thing that I did get out of 2023 was the fact that I met the one true love of my life. And my boyfriend honestly has been such a blessing, such a support system for me in this weird moving slash don't know if I have a job situation. He has been there for me through all of it. And honestly, I don't really feel like I could have done any of this without him. It really, it's that serious. Like I don't think that I would be making this decision to move if it weren't. For my boyfriend being in my life to literally just support me in any way that he could. You might be asking yourself, why the fuck are you moving after living there for like eight years? You guys, I've been living in the most toxic fucking environment for the last eight years. And I finally, there was an episode that my roommate did to me and I won't go into any detail because I don't want to throw anybody's shit out there. But it really just showed me that he basically like ruined my birthday. And it really just showed me that I've been living in this fucking clusterfuck of a toxic environment for far too long now and have been abused mentally by this individual for eight years. And it is just time for me to get out of this environment and just find something else. And truthfully, with all of this, I mean, I literally have been stressed out about the show, like knowing that I can't dedicate 100% to it. And the production company just took off this last year. And I, I just, I've been trying to pour all of it. The new show that I have planned is coming out soon, which I haven't actually technically announced on this format yet. So stay tuned for that. But the, I mean, I have so much shit. And life is just feeling so overwhelming in this moment. But here's the thing, you guys. I, the show must go on. Not just this show, but the show in life. Must go on, and I have to get through all of this shit. And what I'm also learning sitting on that little green therapy couch is alcohol is the first place that I want to run to to just forget about all of this shit. But in turn, what it's doing is creating this depressive mindset in my brain that is just not allowing me to just sit here and just shine in the creative like moment that I was just born and destined to be in this moment. So I'm just letting all of you out there know that this is what I've been going through behind the scenes. And don't worry, like I said before, this show must go on and it will go on and I'll find a new place to live. I will get out of this toxic environment. I will just continue to... Be in that positive moment that is the relationship that I am with my boyfriend in this moment. You guys, it's going so well. I just can't even put it into words. And I'm so forever grateful and thankful for this individual in my life. He has just made all the positive things in my life happen. Like, I don't even know where I'd be right now with all this other bullshit happening in my life if it was not for him. Work is getting better. I have just got to get my shit together. Find a fucking new place to live and I will be back on this show with new episodes each and every week and actually more fun projects that are on the horizon to be announced coming from Bossy Power Bottom Productions so sit tight and just cross your fingers for me you guys I know I will make it through and I just if for any of you out there that are going through a hard time or just like maybe show that you're happy on social media but deep down you're really not kind of like I am doing on this show with all the acting I just have one thing to say to you, and one thing to say to you alone. The show must go on. So what have we learned today, boys and girls? Ladies and gentlemen, gays and straights, hot jock tops, and bossy power bottoms, gender fluid and non-binary, bisexuals and lesbians, transgender, and questioning, well, I'd like to think you learned a whole hell of a lot. Mostly, I hope what you learned this week is that when you see people on social media, when you hear my voice each and every week on this very show, just know that our lives are not perfect. There's a bunch of bullshit that we're going through that you may not fully know. And truth be told, I didn't reveal everything that I anticipated revealing this week. There's a lot more bullshit I'm going through that I just decided last second to keep to myself because who needs to be bothered with all of that negativity? But you guys, again, the show must go on and I will continue to go sit on that little green therapy couch and try to make myself a better Ronnie Washburn for all of you and for myself, first and foremost. But I just really would like to hear from all of you hot jock tops and bossy power bottoms out there. What the fuck do you think? Tell me about your dark moments and how you overcame them and how the show, like, had to go on. Give me a call at the official My Gay Exposé podcast hotline at 415 501 That's 415-501-0401. Call in, leave a message, and tell me all about it. And if you don't want to call the official hotline, just shoot me an email at mygayexpose at gmail.com. And with that, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. Click five stars. And follow on Spotify, and don't forget to turn on those notifications so that you can catch one of each and every episode of My Gay Exposé Podcast right when it drops. Follow on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Exposing My Gay. And don't forget to check out the official show website, MyGayExposéPodcast.com. And there you'll find any information that you need to know about the show, including the official show question of the week or the Your Gay Exposé segment, each and every Week. and don't forget to check out the official show merch line bossy power bottom wear at ronnie that's r-a-o-n-i washburn.com and pick your next piece for your upcoming gay and or pride related event or just shit that you want to rock at the gym to ensure that you'll get fucked eight the showers and don't forget to check out the official production company website bossypowerbottom.com and find out what's coming up Next in the Bossy Power Bottom Productions World for all of you to consume and digest. And don't forget to join us next week for another messy, salacious, and relatable episode with me exposing my gay. I'm Ronnie Washburn, and the show must go on with all of you. Next time. <laughs> This week's expose has been brought to you by Bossy Power Bottom Productions. Want to know more? Go to bossypowerbottom.com and find out for yourself what it truly means to bottom like a boss with Bossy Power Bottom Productions.